Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Babbling Mother. Today, I bring you to my car again. Um, I am, uh, lost the train of thought, thought. Um, okay, so today I'm actually going to talk about something that I have, that Tyler had, and um, I'm learning is becoming more and more of a medical issue um, in children and babies. So it is um, hip dysplasia, and I know it's like really common in dogs, but believe it or not, human beings can get it too. Um, so what motivated me to talk about this is a I don't have a problem talking about it it's not a awful subject it's not a um like it's it's not awful it's just a subject but I did have a particular person on Facebook mention um that a particular person was getting checked for it at the doctor and so I decided to talk about it I'm gonna post it on Facebook also um so if that particular person finds it you know who you are um, Kona, it's my freaking reflection in the window. Stop. I don't know if you can hear her, but she's growling. <laughs> and I've had to delete this already multiple times because of her growling, and I'm not doing it again. So, um, if that particular person does end up reading, or not reading, but listening to this, then... Yeah, I'm glad you did. Um... This really was kind of meant for you, but also meant for, like, everybody else. But now I'm getting kind of awkwardly over-explaining, so I'm going to stop. So, um, I want to say, A, it does run in my family. Kona! Stop! Um, it does run in my family. A few members in the family have had it. Um, back then they would just put, they had I, I believe it was cloth diapers, but they would just put, like, multiple diapers on at once, and that's how they helped correct the hips. Um, and then when they realized, like, something was off, and then when I was a baby, they didn't notice it. It was not, it didn't go, um, it wasn't noticed until I could walk. Um, I was extremely pigeon-toed, and at first they were just, like, um, something to the fact of she'll have to wear braces, and my mom didn't want to do that, and this was just for the pigeon toe, like, my, my mom didn't want to do that, so she went to another doctor, and they basically said, like, don't, um, something else, I don't remember, and my mom didn't want to do that, so we went to another doctor, and they were like, just put her shoes on the wrong foot, so for a year or two in my life as a child, infant, toddler thing, um, I wore my shoes backwards for a year or two. I don't remember. I think it was a year. It might have been two, but I'm not sure. Um, and believe it or not, that significantly corrected my pigeon toe and toed. If you know what that is, it's when your feet face towards each other, which thankfully it's that, um, and not the other way, but, but yeah. Um, and so then I was still falling and I was still tripping and it wasn't working and so we went to the doctor again and that's when they found out that I had what they called back then was more rotate over rotation of the hip 
I don't know if they still call it that, but that was before we found out it was hip dysplasia. We knew that I had hip problems. We didn't know what it was. And this was while I was growing up. Um, and then around seven, 17, around 16. Yes. Um, around, no, around 17, um, it was getting towards wrestling season and I told my mom that my hip's been hurting me and like PE and whatever. And so she, she said, okay, it's, it's definitely time to get you to the doctor because I'm still complaining about my hip and this is from child. Um, oh, another thing is as a baby, I would pile all my stuffed animals in a pile, obviously a baby toddler. Um, I'd pile them all up in a pile and then I would lay over them with like my butt in the air. And it was, my mom found out that I was relieving the pressure that my hip had, that I had in my hip. Um, and that's how I would sleep. And so when, okay, yeah. So when I was 17, my mom decided to take me back to the doctor. Um, my doctor had told me that you have hip dysplasia, um, in your left hip. And at first I was like, okay, what's like, what do I need to do? Um, let's just get this over with so that I could wrestle. What, what do I need to do? What do I need to wear? Like if it was a brace or something. Um, and then he was like, the surgery to fix this is a PAO surgery. I believe if I remember right, that's what it's called. Like the short term abbreviation. Um, and it's, and at first when he said that I was shook. I did not want to have surgery. I wanted to wrestle. Um, I, I, I couldn't do that. And so I told him about it and I couldn't, I couldn't do the surgery yet, which I couldn't anyways, because well, other complications, um, wait and wait. Yeah. And so he, he said, well, let's give it a cortisone shot, um, and see how it does then. And so I, I got one. And it, it helped for a little bit. Um, the cortisone shot is they basically stuck a needle into my hip joint where my socket and my pelvis meet, um, kind of like closer to the groin area. And they, they obviously inject the cortisone right there. Um, it didn't hurt. It, It felt more pressure as the time went on. Like it felt more of a pinch. Um, every time I got it, but it didn't last as long as it should have. And it didn't kick, like it took a minute to kick into. So really it was just him doing this for me, allowing me to get this done three times in four months, six months. Um, yeah, every two months I was doing it pretty much. And that allowed me to continue wrestling through high school. And then once wrestling season was over... Um, I realized, like, I had, like, a whole ass life realization, um, and a little bit more, and then I kind of just went through a little bit of a depression, and then I got pregnant. So, 21 years old now, um, 22 in two months. Oh, shit. Yeah. Still haven't had the surgery. Um, and then... So just so you know, if you have hip dysplasia and you are my age or you are 17 or you are younger, get the surgery. Do what you need to do to get the surgery because, yes, it is difficult. But at the same time, um, 
most people from the age of 22 to 25, 2021, 20, or 2025, 20, one of the two, um, Tyler's doctor was telling me this, they have to go through basically a hip, um, a new hip, I don't know what it's called, but a new hip, and so there's that, and it's awful, um, I'm assuming. I don't know, but I'm I'm going to assume that it's pretty awful. Okay, so so yes, basically I still have my hip dysplasia. I have not had the surgery. Yes, it does bother me. Um stairs hurt, running is difficult ish and um certain adult aspects in life are hard too if you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Um, but anyway, moving on to Tyler. Um, so Tyler was part of the qualifications of, not qualifications, but part of like, I, I guess the requirement, I don't know. Part of having hip dysplasia in the family is, um, signs. There you go. Oh, I don't know what it's called, but if you are the firstborn if you are breech, if you are a girl, and if it runs in the family, you have a high chance of getting hip dysplasia. Okay, so Tyler is all of that. And once I found that Tyler was all of those characteristics, I knew that she was going to have it. Um, I really wasn't concerned about it. I figured that they were going to do a surgery or... Um, when my doctor had told me, while I was still pregnant, my doctor told me that they were going to check. But I was in the hospital getting ready to have a baby. The baby. So I didn't really care about Googling it. Um, but when we got home, when we got home, we checked. Or I spent some time on the phone and I Googled it. And I realized that it was going to be okay. Um, and that Tyler was going to be fine. I really didn't want her to have the surgery. Just because it looks really uncomfortable and really hard to work with. And thankfully, she doesn't need the surgery. Um, so, what we did with Ty when she was two months old? When she was two months old, we took her in to go get an ultrasound. Um, when, at two months old, at like newborn age, their bones are still hot, like see-through. They're still really thin, really like movable. So, taking an x-ray wasn't going to do as well of a job as taking um, an ultrasound. So, they took an ultrasound of her hip at two months. She did really good. Didn't move. Um, and then we found out that day that she has hip dysplasia. I, I be we believe it was a left hip. Um, but we're not quite sure. So, we're not quite sure what hip it was. I believe it was a left as well, but again, not sure. Um, we found out that she had hip dysplasia, but this type was called a uh, a hollow, a shallow hip socket. So, she was placed in the Pavlik harness. I do have a YouTube video about it um, under HKM Baby. Oop, I squeaked. Under HK and baby, I'm sorry. I'm fresh out of being a mother, or fresh into being a mother. Fresh out of vagina kid out. 
and freshly new to YouTube, so if you go watch that, I'm sorry, because I'm really awkward. And I mean, like, not in the fun, awkward way I'm in now. I just mean, like, girl, what are you doing? Awkward. Um, so yes. And you also get to see Tyler in the house. Um, but yeah, so she had shallow hip sockets. I don't know if you guys know, but there was just a pause. Josh called me, but we got off the phone, so we're good. Um, but so she was placed in a pavlic harness, which basically keeps her knees up and her legs like scrunched up, kind of like, um, birthing how your like, your legs are during birth, kind of like that. Just a little bit more comfortable. And this, this harness, thankfully, I went through Children's Hospital. Oh my gosh, I love them so much. Um, I went through the one here in our city, which is a really small one. It's just a little clinic. It's not a whole hospital. But I love them so much. It, they're amazing. They're always super friendly. They're always just everything. Um, they even have like a little play area for the older kids. Um, but she, she was placed in it and she was supposed to be in it for a month, um, and for 23 hours a day. I'm going to be honest with you at the, in the beginning, I was like, this is fine. This is whatever. It, it, it looked kind of cute. Um, we're fine. And then I got real over it. Um, she exploded on it about three times. You know what I mean when I mean exploded. She would, she didn't like tummy time, which I, I kind of expected that. That's a lot of pressure on her shoulders because it, it goes around her shoulders, around her chest and back, and then around her feet. Again, when I post this, I'll post a picture of Instagram on it too, of her like in the harness. Um, but she did... She did sleep better. She did. She was. She was a lot more comfortable. Um, at two months old, we transferred her. Of course, we shared a room, but we transferred her into her crib. Um, we had her sleep on a wedge that kept her upright, just because it made us feel a little bit more comfortable with her sleeping in her crib by herself already. Um, and then at the same time, with it being winter time or like uh, it. This month, last year, she was in the harness. Not last year. This month, two years ago, she was in the harness. So, it was getting cold. It's October now. Um, what we did is we, we bought a bunch of sleep sacks. I love sleep sacks. They are the best damn invention in the world. I had no worries of her being too cold, no worries of her being too hot. It was so great. Um, especially because she really didn't like being swaddled. And once you get the the pavlic harness on, you can't really swaddle them. They make things now for the pavlic harness that, I mean, would have been great. But at the same time, it's like $25 per thing. It's not really worth it. Because, um, like, what we did worked. And plus, Ty didn't like being swaddled, so we don't have to worry about it. However, she did 
really well in it. She slept, um, again, she slept in the crib. She did really well. She, uh, the last two weeks, she got a little bit more, like, fussy. She was a little bit more angry about it. Um, but she did get over it real quick. I did not... I kept her in... I didn't follow the rules. I kept her in her for longer than 23 hours. If I... I figured it was putting her hips in the right spot. She didn't like tummy time as it is as a newborn. So I figured, you know what? If she's a little delayed in picking her head up, at least she doesn't have to wear the rhino um, brace. Or she doesn't have to, like, hopefully... This was my goal, is to hopefully she would be better, faster. So I kept her in it for days at a time. Um, honestly speaking, I did take her out to like, let her stretch, but I mean, it was for 15 minutes, if that, and then it was right back on. I, um, it is machine washable. I washed mine with the machine. It was totally fine. There were no issues. She exploded, she blew out, like blew out and I washed it. There's still no stains on it from when she did it. Um, she, she did really, really good. And so a month, 32 days later, we went to, um, we went back to the doctor. They took the x-ray then because she was too old. I think it was an x-ray. Yeah. Um, and they had found out that her hip dysplasia is gone. It corrected it. What the pavlet harness does is that it puts her hip joint in the right spot so all she has to like while she's wiggling around it's like eroding but not hurting the bone because at that age they're still bendable that sounds really bad but her bones are still bendable at that age so it was pushing her bone and molding it is a better word into where it was supposed to be um so we had to go in at i believe we had to go in at six months or a year old, um, but we had to go in at one, two, we have to go back when she's five, and then we have to go back in sixth grade, and she did so good, um, and I will be honest with you now and tell you that she has no hip, hip, she has no hip dysplasia now, um, it's pretty much cleared up entirely, not pretty much. It has cleared up entirely. And again, we have to go back when she's five and when she's going to sixth grade. Just to double check because it can always come back. Um, and that is the long story of hip dysplasia that I really wanted to talk about. It's not an awful thing. Um, a definite negative is that uh, you're by yourself. Not a lot of people want to hold your baby because they're too worried that they're going to hurt her. Because they don't understand it and that's understandable. But... Um, it's definitely harder on the parent than it is the child. And, and yeah. Um, so that is my experience with adult hip dysplasia. That is my experience with child hip dysplasia. And yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. Um, if you have any questions, please message me, comment on my Instagram. It's the babbling mother. It's the same thing as this. Um, so yeah, I will talk to you guys later. Bye.